Utah's network. Hi, this is Devin Trek from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Altar of War, brought to you by Masters of the Forge. We hope you enjoy the show. Episode 16 of Masters of the Forge, Altar of War. Adam here with Darwin. Hi, Darwin. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm going to turn off the heater. There we go. That's probably a lot better. So, everyone, um, sorry for the long delay between episodes. Stupid baby. Babies are dumb. They're dumb. They get bigger. They They do. I hear it's worse. Uh, they'll get worse and then better and then you'll be playing against them doing a, a podcast with them in a few years that sounds great okay i'm looking forward to it anyway so we're not going to get in our six episodes this year it just isn't going to happen but we'll try to get it in next year fortunately darwin was willing to uh to come and play with me with the with the promise of a free codex and and free pizza thanks free darwin pizza anything for free pizza yeah right um so we're going to do, as always, well, as usually, a narrative battle report today. Uh, we're going to we're gonna be uh, looking at the Faith and Fury book from the Psychic Awakening series. Uh, Darwin is a longstanding Black Templars player. Yep. You have a delightful army. I love it. I love playing against it. Uh, well, thank you. The whites are crisp. The blacks are black. <laughs> the lightning claws are scary. The bolt gun is bolt gunny. The zealots are zealous. Yeah, they're very zealous. Uh, so um, we're going to be playing the narrative scenario from Faith and Fury called The Stand at Saint's Wall. Uh, we're going to adjust it a little bit. We're going... Uh, normally the armies are... Uh, the defender is um, Adeptosaurus and Astra Militarum with Space Marine uh, reserves. Instead, we're just going to play with just Space Marines. Um, usually, the Space Marines come in as, uh, like I like I said, as reserves from either side of the battle, like either battlefield edge. But Darwin's just going to keep like roughly half of his army in reserve and call them the reinforcements. Um, I'll be the attacker nor, uh, in, in, uh, the, in the lore of this campaign, the attacker was the word bearers, but I'm going to be playing emperor's children, but I feel like emperor's children attacking a hardened position of black Templars is not exactly a, uh, out of, out of the question kind of engagement. I think it'll be good. I think it's extremely narrative. Although you should be attacking me, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be attacking each other in the end. That's true. That's true. Uh, a hardened position for the Black Templars is just a really nice place to launch an assault from. Basically. Uh, so, 
the battlefield is interesting. It's a chevron uh, deployment. So you get the inside triangle, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, six inches from each battlefield edge. on the. It's on the long edge. Your battlefield edge is on the long edge. And then on either side, it goes six inches in. And then it creates a triangle all the way to the center of the battlefield. And you're allowed to set up whatever train you want on the battlefield. As the defender. As the defender. And I'm supposed to uh, have to cross a very wide no man's land with very little except for roads. Um, then uh, uh, my deployment zone is 18 inches away from that. So it's a kind of reverse chevron with kind of two triangles on either side of the long battlefield edge. Your reserves come in off the short battlefield edges, off either left or right side. Uh, there's one objective marker, which you set up the uh, kill team basilicum, I think it's called train or whatever, administratum train. Mm -hmm. uh, we set that up in there to mm -hmm. represent that. It's basically a, a gate, an entrance to the basilicum. Uh, if at any time I control that objective, I win the game. But you shall not pass. I shall not pass. That's right. There are enough warm bodies of initiates over here that that should be difficult for me. Um. So you set up your uh, you set up your uh, defending units first, and then the rest of yours are put into reserve. Then I set up my units within my deployment zone. Uh, I get a preliminary bombardment. Uh, which is a narrative special rule from the core rule book. I basically roll a dice for each of your units and I might deal mortal wounds right off the bat. Hmm. You're allowed to do usually. So I get the first turn. There's no C's. Uh, there's a rule called honorificum psi shield. Uh, I have a minus one to hit you on the first turn, which makes sense in the story. There's a psychic shield surrounding the basilicum that only drops when I, when the uh, attackers cause the moat to overflow with horrible gore, uh, which brings down the shield, um, which is a stratagem, by the way. Uh, I have sustained assault, which if I recall correctly on a six plus, I can bring a, unit, a dead unit back. If it's troops, it's a four plus. I think most of my army is troops. Uh, it's uh, a lot of uh, noise Marines, but we'll go over lists in a second. Um, uh, you, you, again, you're set up, you set up your reserves within six inches of either battlefield edge. Also like we can use, uh, you can use stratagems multiple times per round. It's no big deal. The only thing is we're going to be using points today because it's just at this point, it's, it's a way more fair way to build armies. And we were, we were coming to this knowing who we were going to fight and stuff. So we were making lists ahead of time. It's not like we, we had to come here and be like, oh, I need to make a list real quick. So. Uh, we're using points. Uh, then it, it goes into the objective. Again, if I hold the objective, I win. If I don't hold the objective by the end of the game, which is a random game length, uh, you win. It's as simple as that. Uh, let's go over the stratagems. Uh, these are all one command point. The attacker stratagems are unending hordes. Uh, uh, for one command point, uh, in the morale phase, if, if I have a demonic icon... On demons, uh, the um, uh, it takes effect on a one through three instead of a one. That's where I get instead of losing models, I get d six models back. 
uh, for the demons. Uh, wave of Gore. I can use this at the start of my movement phase for each non-demon unit on the battlefield. Roll a d6 on a 5+, plus. that unit suffers one mortal wound. I can only use that once per battle. So that'll affect my, my Chaos Space Marines as well. Hmm. Uh, chaotic Mutation. Anything that's not a uh, infantry or call. So all of the keywords we're switching to in these stratagems, we're switching to the keywords of our army. So it says word bearers infantry, uh, except for cultists. We're just going to say Empress children infantry. Uh, they can get a mutation. I, I also, uh, the, the, uh, uh, I've also got a mutation ability in, in, in the, um, as a stratagem. So, uh, it's not, it's not really a mutation. It's an injection of some, it's basically a Fabius Bile injection without actually having Fabius Bile, but I have Fabius Bile, so Whatever we're just works. we're just getting all kinds of mutations. <laughs> so uh, for Darwin, uh, the Defender Stratagems, uh, what is Sanctuary for the Pure? So at this, on the start of the first battle round, you can spend this one command point, and whenever a model from your army would lose a wound, you can roll a six up and it is not lost. So you get a six up ignore wounds for your whole army pretty nice yeah it's pretty good uh especially if you're fighting somebody who has pretty good shooting and my army does have pretty good shooting so mm. uh religious fervor uh you can use it in any phase and when one of your characters is destroyed uh it, in the scenario it's adeptus sororitas but for you it makes a lot of sense too for the uh <laughs> for for you i think it makes a lot of sense for the black templars to have this too so if a character is destroyed uh, until the end of the turn, resolving an when resolving an attack made with a melee weapon by a friendly unit within three inches of the destroyed model, reroll a hit roll of a one and a wound roll of a one. So you get to reroll ones to hit and wound if a character dies nearby. That's nice. one command point. Lastly, one command point for Guardian Souls. So in this scenario, uh, on this planet, the ghosts of the fallen dead have been helping the Imperium <laughs> like straight up warp ghosts of the fallen faithful have been helping. So if I destroy one of your units um, in the fight phase or the shooting phase, uh, you can spend one command point and roll a d6 on a 2+, plus. that enemy unit suffers d3 mortal wounds after it has finished making its attack. So there's no range requirement there. So if I'm... If you just wipe it out, shooting from a mile away, ghosts will come back and hit you. Ghosts will come and kill kill my guys. Yeah, that's pretty... It's only one command point, and it's on a 2+, plus. and again, we're playing narrative play, so if I do... If I kill three units on turn one, you can do d3... You can do 3d3 mortal wounds if you want to, basically. So, hmm. And those are your stratagems. Uh, we're both using new rules from this uh, new uh, campaign book. You're using the Black Templars. I am using the um, uh, Emperor's Children rules, uh, including some pretty cool new stratagems. Uh, you have you you've played a couple games with the new one or one game? Um, or? like one or two games right now. One or two games. Yep. All right. What kind of what kind of uh, army did you bring? What's in your list? So. <clears throat> let's see i've uh created a 2000 point list that consists of a battalion a vanguard and uh let's see i think a spearhead nice so 
overall, I've got for my HQ, uh, Hellbreck. Mm-hmm. So, Chapter Master of the Black Templars, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I've got a uh, Emperor's Champion, of course. Mm-hmm. Is that the guy on the big base? Yeah. He's rad. That is actually the Forge World model of Sigismund. So, I'm just using... The original his... Emperor's Champion? Yep. Original Emperor's Champion and uh, nice. founder of the Templar Champion. Nice. I love him. Um, so, with them is... Uh, jump pack chaplain uh-huh. he's going to be running around causing my zealots to become more zealous and i've got a captain on a bike cool your bike is cool like that that bike is uh also forge world it's um it's the scout bikes oh. i i i wished uh games workshop would update their their current space marine bikes i think they're kind of dated but the that forge bike world is ones, rad yeah they look pretty nice so, in terms of troops, uh, I've got um, just one scout squad with snipers, basically objective holders. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a 10-man scout squad. Um, they're pretty cost-effective with the new stratagems and rules that they mm-hmm. have, so they're, they're decent. And then I've got one large crusader squad, which is a 15-man squad with um, 10 initiates and 5 neophytes. Um Sword Brothers got uh, Power Axe, got a Hidden Fist in there, and Melty Gun. And these guys are riding in style. Hmm. I've got two Land Raider Crusaders. Hell um, yeah. Because you're, you're Black Templar, you have to bring Land Raider Crusaders. Absolutely. Right? Um, for the big guns, I've got a Devastator Squad with two Laz and two Missile Launchers. Mm-hmm. I've got, uh, I got two dreadnoughts with twin laz and um heavy flamers with the uh close combat weapons so they should be able to hopefully take out the big stuff oh yeah i've uh that they're gonna they're gonna do a number on me that's for sure and then if all else fails i can call down some terminators so assault terminators with um thunder hammers and lightning claws that is great what a great list that is going to laser me and stab me and all kinds of horrible DACA. It's going to be awful. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. As for me, I've got two battalions of Emperor's Children. Uh, the first one is uh, Fabius Bile and uh, a Master of Possessions. The Master of Possessions is the Warlord. Uh, he's got incursion and sacrifice incursion allows me to use, uh, to summon demons as a, uh, as a psychic power and and improves my chances of getting it. Uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll still use, uh, reserve points for this game because, uh, it's, we want to keep it somewhat, uh, fair. Um, sacrifice i do a mortal wound to one enemy model or one model at all within two inches hmm. and uh i can regain lost wounds on demon uh demon engines but i don't have any so it's just there to do one mortal wound to whoever i want which doesn't really make any sense but that's fine um you know smite too so the uh that detachment has 30 cultists with uh heavy stubbers um 
It's also got two units of noise marines with a blastmaster in each one and bolters. All of my sergeants in the noise marine squads have doom sirens because they're super rad. Doom sirens rock and they reduce the points on them too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I love those guys. Uh, and that's kind of a mini- very minimal beta- detachment. My big detachment includes an exalted champion and um lucius the eternal so lucius versus uh uh champion champion. i mean i feel that's i feel like that's something that has to happen during this game absolutely we're gonna get a lot of attacks like it's gonna be (laughs) like you're gonna have 80 attacks i'm gonna have 80 attacks and everybody dies which is fine uh hopefully i don't steal your black sword this time uh then we have One unit of noise marines, like there's nine of them in there, eight of them with just chain swords, because that's what I, I mean, sometimes you just got to have chain swords. Chop, chop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, are you sure these guys are chaos marines and not orcs? I know. Well, I sometimes, yes. Well, it does bleed over, doesn't it? Uh, that squad has lightning claws on the sergeant, but it still has the doom siren because it's rad. Uh, then we have two units of noise marines with... Um, the uh what do you call them sonic blasters seven models with sonic blasters and then the champion has uh power fist and uh doom siren uh we have a unit of five chosen with power swords uh one guy has a plasma gun for some reason he should also have a plasma he should also have a chain power sword but whatever (laughs) the uh the chosen champion in there has dual lightning claws because lightning claws are rad boy our armies are are made for each other uh i have a unit of warp talons just five warp talons because they're cool jump guys right yeah they're the jump guys and i think you can't overwatch them oh wow or something uh yeah if when they do the warp flame strike they uh can't fire units at them or you can't fire overwatch at them uh my um exalted champion guy he's got a relic that also makes it impossible to fire overwatch on him nice that's a pretty cool relic that that would not appreciate that relic (laughs) um heavy support i have a chaos land raider because mm-hmm. land raiders are awesome, and we need a third land raider on the battlefield. I feel I like have enough land raiders. On no, um, and then I have two rhinos. Both the land raider and the two rhinos have havoc launchers. One of the rhinos has a combi flamer because it's modeled with a combi flamer. Because it's my actually my my rhinos are both both have sisters of battle parts on them. Actually, so does my land raider. <laughs> Nice. Wow, this army is great for this scenario. Yeah, this we're works gonna out. crush each other. I'm gonna like this. Um, so that leaves me with th- 399 points for summoning. Wow. So I printed out like uh, I'm my Chaos Demons book is on loan to somebody. So I had to print it out, but I've I've got some Slaneshi demons in the waiting in the wings to be summoned in during the battle. How does summoning work again? Like how far away from? It's the just sorcerer? like it's just like deep strike. Uh, twelve in, within twelve inches of the psyker, mm-hmm. but also more than nine inches away from got it. enemy units. So I can't like just have demons in your face. We're going to go ahead and do deployment 
and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, our, how we deployed and we're going to do the uh, preliminary bombardment on your army. <laughs> Stay tuned. Sounds good. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair, and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts, and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. deployed our armies first of all uh darwin you had to allocate relics how many relics do you get in the black templars um like in the in the book in the like uh, like like how many relics did you take for your army oh only two so okay. my chaplain um i guess i should go over my hqs a little more um so hellbreck is just the way he is and mm -hmm. first champion is same uh, for my chaplain, I've upgraded him to a Master of Sanctity, uh -huh. so that basically allows him to um, use two litanies a oh, turn, cool. or cool. at least try to get him to attack. Right, right. Um, so his litanies are Canicle of Hate, which gives any units around him um, an additional uh, two inches of charge range, I believe, uh -huh. and also adds an additional three for any uh, pylons or consolidation moves. That's fantastic. And then the other litany that I took was a Divine Protection. So uh -huh. he can give any model um, or any unit, I mean, in the army um, a 5-up Feel No Pain. And then the Ooh. standard one that chaplains come with is just Litany of Hate. allows you to reroll hits. Nice. All right. Cool. And his relic is an Aurelian Shroud. So basically it's a one-time use per per game and um when you pop it anything within three inches gets a four up invulnerable save Ooh. and for the captain he is on a bike he's got a storm shield and i gave him the teeth of terror for for the relic so. what a great relic that is yeah. i love just i've always loved that thing ever since it came out with the space marine codex a while back because i've i've got this space marine captain with a jump pad he's my chapter master actually that i run and he just has he just has a chainsaw he's just a ba with a chainsaw and a jump pack mm -hmm. and a plasma pistol because it's that i think it's a vanguard veteran model an old metal oh, yeah, jump those? pack vanguard veteran with a mm -hmm. chainsaw and a plasma pistol so when 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 they came out with the teeth of terror i was so excited I'm like oh i could just have a ba 
Chainsword. <laughs> That's awesome. So I like him. Uh, anyways, so the special rules here. Um, oh, let's go over our deployment first. One, uh, you deployed first. Yep. Because the uh, uh, scenario prescribed it. So go from um, like t- start in the middle and then describe each flank. All right. So basically in the middle where the main objective is, um, I deployed uh, both of my dreadnoughts inside the um, inside the hall, basically mm-hmm. that they're defending, along with a Devastator squad, and they're tucked away, uh, hopefully out of line of sight as much as possible, because mm-hmm. you're coming at me, so mm-hmm. I really don't need to be, you know, sticking my head out until no. I really need to. Um, so on the right flank of them is uh, a scout squad, also hidden behind line of sight. And I tucked away my first Land Raider Crusader, which has Emperor's Champion and the 10-man Scout Squad. Um, and finally, the Jump Pack Chaplain is there, giving him encouragement. <laughs> um, the left flank is empty for me, because that the rest of my army is in reserves. I'm going to see how the battle plays out and where Adam's going to come at me. Mm-hmm. And hopefully... Hellbreck and the rest of the boys will, will be able to fill in any gaps that happen. Awesome. Uh, remind everybody who's in reserve. So in reserve, I've got Hellbreck. I've got a 15-man Crusader squad in a Land Raider. And I've got Terminators waiting to deep strike down wherever needed. Uh, the reserves rules for the narrative play mission rules say... On, a, on turn two, it's a three plus. After that, they automatically come in. Got it. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm so I'm so used to uh, just playing the generic rules. Um, so for sustained assault, uh, it is a uh, four plus to bring the units back in. Okay. Uh, with a plus two for troops. So troops are pretty much guaranteed. Uh, this scenario. Uh, says to bring them in off of my battlefield edge mm-hmm. so it starts way the hell back here anyways so i uh, unless a transport happens to be destroyed at the same time they're probably hoofing it across the battlefield um so i think oh in the preliminary bombardment uh it wasn't a stratagem that allows you to go to ground you just get to go to ground uh, so I roll a dice for each of your units on the battlefield on a six. It takes D six mortal wounds. Wow. If it's infantry, it can go to ground and take D three instead. Okay. So why don't we do that right now before we start the, the game? Let's do it. All right. You can tell that I'm out of practice because I, before we do the preliminary bombardment, let's talk about my deployment. Um, I've got in my, in the center, I've got on the left side of the center, the five unit, the five person unit of light of a warp talons. And then on the other side of them is the nine person unit of chainsword noise Marines. Uh, my left flank is a giant blob of 30 cultists with uh, Fabius Bile in the center of them. And uh, a little to the left of them is a unit of, uh, so this one of the six man units of noise marines with the blastmaster to the right we've got the two rhinos flanking the land raider the rhinos ha- each have an identical squad of noise marines with the sonic blasters in them and the center in the uh in the land raider we have the five chosen okay 
the Master Possessions, Lucius, and the uh, Champion. Uh, then on the extreme right flank, we have the other six-person unit of Noise Marines with the Blastmaster. Uh, we're going to do our preliminary bombardment. So, Land Raider on a six. Yep. Not a six. The, uh... There's a Devastator Squad and two Dreadnoughts in there. The Devastator Squad? No. Dreadnought on the left, Dreadnought on the right. All right, just a lot of noise. Um, before we start, now forgive me, I don't have the Chaos Space Marines book two. Again, that's also on loan to someone. But I am going to use, because I think it's funny, I am going to use, I'm going to inject every model in the... All right, so at the end of the movement phase, you're supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it now before I actually before we actually cut off, just because it's convenient to do it now. He is going to inject these guys with some sort of horrible fluid, <laughs> and I have to roll a dice for each model in the unit on a six. It takes a mortal wound, so on a six, for every six, someone dies. One, two, three, four, five, six models bite it. Wow. But they get plus one strength. Those are strength four cultists. Hitting like Marines. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, again, that was supposed to be my movement phase, but it's a lot easier to do it now. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And, oh, well, um, oh. Uh, don't forget to do bombardment on my scout squads in the back here. Oh. My chaplain is out. Oh, the oh, chaplain. One. And the how many scout squads? Uh, just one. Just one. Got them. Do they want to go to ground before I roll the damage? They'll either take, they'll take D6 now or D3 if they go to ground. If they go to ground, they can't move, I think. I'll have to look it up, but. Yeah, there's, there's some there's a significant negative for going to ground, but yeah, I think they can go to ground. All right, cool. D three mortal wounds, one mortal wound, one mortal wound. So being Templars, I get a five up save and mortal wounds. Yes, go for it. Five up. Hey. Hey, no damage. All right, I like it. All right, so now we're going to uh, shut this thing off, and uh, I will do my turn one. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. My turn one is over. You chose uh, for your litanies at the start of the game turn. You chose... Oh, I chose the Divine Protection, which did not go off. Aw. And I chose the Canicle of Hate, which gives me uh, extra two inches on the charge. Which should work. Yes, which did go off. Excellent. Uh, I just moved up with everything. Um, again, I, you know, I'm not too concerned about models being murdered because we have the... Uh, we have the ability to come back, though the characters are in danger because once they lose everything around them, they're going to be standing on their own. So uh, I didn't actually get out with the characters or with the noise marines and the rhinos. Um, I 
I, I debated getting out with the master possessions so I could summon, but I chose to just hold off for now and try to bring them in as like a wave two next turn. Um, so let's see what Darwin can do. Oh, I managed to kill one Devastator Sergeant with shooting from a Havoc launcher. He caught that one. Yeah, he he's like he took it. He took it. He took it for the team. And the Land Raider failed miserably at trying to kill the other Land Raider, but it was far away. You were minus one to hit. Oh, I made a mistake. It was the six plus feel no pain. That was a stratagem. The minus one to hit was just a the nature of the scenario. So we refunded Darwin that one CP. And then after he rolled another one against another Havoc Launcher, he CP'd that <laughs> to save the other uh, member of the Devastator team. So yeah, let's see what you can do in your turn one, Darwin. I, I assume it's going to be very deadly. Yeah, yeah. Things are going to go off the board, hopefully. Excellent. Alright, we'll see you guys in turn two. Black Templar's turn one has ended, and I think, I think that was not bad. That was that did not turn out the way I thought it was going to. Let's put it that way. You um, describe what you did in the center with your shooting. So basically, I moved up the Havoc Squad to get better line of sight on everything coming in. Uh, just nudge the Dreadnoughts over so I can get more shooting from the Laz Cannons from them. Mm -hmm. um, uh, disembarked the Land Raider Crusader, um, so the uh, Ten Man uh, Scout Squad and the Emperor's Champion popped out to go and uh, assault the Cultist Squad, and then I moved out the Land Raider to get some more shooting on on the Raptors and the Cultist Squad, and then uh, my Chaplain's just hanging out in the back of the Land Raider, just trying to um, keep him alive to uh, spread more zeal. Because I'm probably yeah. going to need that. You're definitely going to need it. That center objective is so important. You definitely have to make sure to shore that up. Uh, you put a few wounds on the land raider, on my land raider, with your last cannons. Yep, from the uh, from the havoc squad, it was a missile launcher that was able to get through there. It helps devastator doctrine. Yep, yep, that does help out. Um, I lost two raptors and all of my cultists. Exactly enough wounds to kill all the cultists. Yep. But in exchange, I ended up losing the Emperor's Champion when Fabius Bile made him an experiment. Mm-hmm. He did. He he injected him with some vicious fluids of some kind by uh, uh, doing a heroic intervention in there. And I thought for sure he was... I'm like, well, Fabius Bile might as well go, to, go down swinging, right? Might as well. For some reason, the Emperor's Champion decided to roll a 1 and a 2, and the uh, Injector does D3 mortal, or his rod of whatever does D3 wounds, so that was the end of him. Yep. But there's still plenty of Black Templars left. Mm -hmm. uh, let's do, uh, let's do uh, the Emperor's Children, turn 2.
so that's the end of Emperor's Children turn two. So uh, just to uh, clarify, when I charged, when you charged me earlier over on the left flank, your uh, your um, squad of troops there, what are they called? Uh, Crusader squad? Oh, that's just a scout squad. Scout squad. They yep. used a stratagem. What was that? Um, tenacious Assault. Uh, basically, you tried to move Fabius Bile out of combat, have him fall back. But uh-huh. uh, one of the stratagems in the Faith of Fury book for Templar is uh, Tenacious Assault. And basically, if you spend two command points and uh, on a two up, uh, the unit, if it does not have fly, is stuck in combat. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. And also, when they charged me, uh, I wasn't allowed to Overwatch either because of another stratagem. That's right. So the um, the scouts had disembarked from uh, Land Raider Crusader, and another stratagem is Shock and Awe. So any unit that disembarks from a Crusader, uh, the enemy units can't fire Overwatch against. And when resolving attacks against that unit, uh, anyone attacking them is at a minus one. That's so cool. So on my turn, uh, Fabius Bile was locked in combat. Uh, but during that psychic phase, he was able to summon eight Seekers of Slanesh within 12 inches of him, but uh, uh, not within nine inches of the scouts. Uh, and also the uh, Master of Possessions got out of the Land Raider, and he summoned forth a Demon Prince of Slanesh. The seek, I mean, I didn't even. Uh, the seekers were able to put a lot of damage onto those because they have the plus one to charge because of their. Uh, uh, they have an instrument that encourages them to move faster, and uh, they were able to make it in. And also the small unit of noise marines on the side. Now, even though they are, a sh- technically a shooty unit, they still have two attacks each. They're cult units, so they're pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, the guy with the power swords just whiffed horribly, but uh, all the guys with balters did a great job of braining the poor scouts to death <laughs> with their balters, and they all died. Yep, they rolled poorly. They did. Uh, oh, do you want the ghosts of the... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you want the ghost On a two plus, if you... if Oh, it's one command point. You used up all your command points. Oh, it's, oh, it's a command point. That's right. Oh, man. Stupid <laughs> ghosts. Anyways, um... Yeah, so that unit of scouts is is dead uh, on this on the one side. My uh, demon prince charged in <laughs> into your dreadnought, and you made zero saves against my claw attacks. Yep, which was very sad. And then I consolidated onto the objective, which is very sad. So that means that uh, I am now holding that objective with the. Uh, demon prince but you will still have a chance to blow me off it huh. and uh well you kind of have to yep. you, you have to focus on that demon prince or else uh i will uh i will win at the end of the turn um, and how many wounds does he have left uno just one just one. Oh, but i did forget to roll to bring back my uh cultists cultists so yes. just give me a second that is a two plus no, no. not yet all right be right back Welcome back to the end of game turn two. Uh, 
Black Templar's turn two. Uh, I think the most important thing, to be honest, let's start with uh, movement and reserves, shall we? So let's see. Um, inside the Citadel where the Demon Prince is, had to modify or move my Dreadnought a little closer to the objective to make sure that at le- it's at least getting, going to contest anything that comes in there any, uh, again. Uh, move my Chaplain in there as well to support. He's got litanies going that allow him to um, uh, reroll hits in the assault and uh, the Feel No Pain, which again was applied to uh, my Land Raider. Um, I move my, my sniper scouts up a level, uh, to get better line of sight and hopefully, um, reduce the likelihood of them getting assaulted. And then in terms of reserves, I was able to bring in, uh, Hellbrex Crusader squad in the land Raider. Um, my terminators and my, uh, bike captain are still powdering their noses somewhere. Excellent. So I'll tell you what, uh, what um, doctrine or which, um, what do you call it, do you want to use this turn for your uh, chaplain? Oh, um, I think the same. It's going to be litanies of hate again and um, feel no pain. I just need to survive this coming round. Oh, what else happened last round? I'm an idiot. Uh, You killed the the demon prince. Right. Um, The dreadnought flamered and lazed the demon prince down with Uh his one remaining wound. Uh-huh. Um, the Havocs did some damage against the, um, one of the rhinos mm-hmm. with the Havoc launchers. Um, the Land Raider Crusader, uh, took out some noise Marines. Hellbrex Land Raider Crusader did some work, took out, uh, the Demonats, and then the Land Raider charged into combat. Unfortunately, the frags didn't do anything, Aww. but at least I'm locking down some of those other Marines on yeah, my right flank. You're locking down quite a bit over here, so that's really cool. And Fabius Bile does not like trying to inject things into vehicles. He doesn't do great <laughs> at that. Also, we were joined by Quinn. Hi, Quinn. Okay. Anyways, uh, great. So we'll see what of my dead units return. Uh, and uh, we'll see if I can't summon some uh, regular demonettes and grab that objective this turn, shall we? I think the heater was on during the last recording, so I apologize if that had bad sound. Uh, I charged in. Oh, okay, so in that turn, I, I fell back from the Land Raider, which came in from my flank with Grimaldus in it. Uh, Lucius, knowing that he wants to fight Grimaldus, got out of his Land Raider and headed towards it, thinking, oh, we'll just blow up that Land Raider and charge Grimaldus, because Grimaldus will clearly jump out of the Land Raider close to me so he could fight me. We did not kill that land raider. We nicked it. Well, and by nicked it, I mean, do you have four wounds or have four wounds remaining? Uh, five wounds remaining on that guy. Uh, this one over here? Oh, that is uh, four wounds on it. Yes. Okay. Well, the other land raider, we popped off. Uh, we got out of our uh, rhinos and with uh, both of our big units of uh, noise marines and shot up the uh other land raider the one that's been on the battlefield the entire time with uh 
music of the apocalypse and uh, or sorry uh, all of the stratagems i tried the new excruciating frequency stratagem which uh, increases strength and damage by one which is really nice and uh also uh the uh, veterans of the long war stratagem to uh have plus one to wounds shooting our five phase i didn't cheat cool um and uh, we did manage to get it down to five wounds but we didn't kill it we tried charging it uh tried veterans of the long war in the combat phase as well that really didn't work i should have saved it for the shooting against uh your chaplain uh, because the uh, noise marine, one of the units of noise marines charged through the back building and into the dreadnought, which couldn't see us, so we were able to get off that charge without any overwatch. Um, and if I'd saved veterans of the long war for those guys, they would have wounded your dreadnought more, which failed a lot of saves actually. Yeah, it did. And he, they actually would have wounded the uh, chaplain a lot more when they died. They shot. Oh, right. <laughs> I know. He's very upset about this. He's very upset. Thank you, Quinn. Thank you for your solidarity. But yeah, uh, I had a couple, uh, had a few models equidistant between the chaplain and your uh, your dreadnought, and they tried shooting the chaplain and didn't do much when they died. I have some round checks to make. The three guys in the building, nine. So some are going to die there. These guys are fine. All right. Uh, Darwin, let's see if you can dislodge those troops that are on the objective over there yep. uh, before the end of your turn. You definitely have to. Yep. So let's see that happen. Darwin's turn three, game turn three, is over. Uh, Darwin, uh, Grimaldus cowardly ran from uh, Lucius. I I have to admit I'm a little bit surprised at his uh, <laughs> lack of commitment to the fight. Um, it's very disappointing. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, it was Hellbreck. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Um, Helbrek prioritized the mission, so he wanted to he wanted to a assault the squad that was closest to the the temple that we're protecting, and uh, that's where he took his men. Right. Well, you did a great job because that squad of uh, crusaders with uh, uh, Helbrek, 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 whatever, <laughs> uh, that squad did a great job of wiping that out. I did a lot of damage with Music of the Apocalypse. But you were, t you know, playing against another, uh, playing against a uh, combat-heavy army like yours. Usually, I get to shoot a lot with Music of the Apocalypse, but you were tied up with everything. I couldn't shoot anything. Yeah. Um, it, usually, with Music of the Apocalypse, you're allowed to shoot out of combat with it when your models die. But uh, yeah, it's it's at least in this edition so far. Uh, well, uh, what I'm about, um, we'll, we'll see how I can do. I, I have one last play left. We'll see if I can summon in some demonettes. Uh, oh. the character is still, the, the, uh, summoner is still alive in the center. They're really near those crusaders. Uh, and, uh, my characters are still kicking. So unfortunately they're tied up with a land raider right now, 
So I'm going to have to be a coward and jump in this land, my own land raider so that they avoid <laughs> getting shot next turn. Well, I mean, you should mention that the, the game almost ended because it did. There, there, there was a key fight that was happening in the temple <clears throat> and it was down to two noise Marines who had, uh, had objectives, uh, objective secured. And if they didn't go down, that was a game for me. Mm-hmm. And, yep, and they had killed, they had straight up dang near killed that, that dreadnought with the bu- their gun butts. Yep. Just beating on it. Yep. <laughs> but then my dev squad, you know, said, all right, we'll just take our les cannons and hit you with those instead. Yeah. It's, it's just a game of improvised weapons. And it just so happens that it's assault doctrine and you have a minus one AP with your gun butts. Yeah. And, pretty great. <laughs> and, and the Black Templars, um, I guess, Super Doctrine also helped a bit because uh, anytime that uh, uh, we roll a six on a hit, it's an auto wound. So that helped add some additional wounds yeah, as well. From top top to bottom. Uh, we have had a few units come in, but it's not. I don't think they're really going to have an effect on the game. Uh, some of the couple of these heavy weapons uh, might come in and I, I might be able to plank a few wounds off that that squad of crusaders in the middle uh we'll see uh i'm very interested to see if i can manage to mob that objective this turn if not i think i may have to call it uh, for the uh, black templars uh, all right uh we'll see what happens Welcome back. My turn four is over. The Emperor's children did a lot of spiteful things. Um, the, my my champion and uh, uh, Lucius jumped in a rhino, and the rhino moved forward, and along with its other rhino buddy, blasted the hell out of that Crusader squad. Um, my land raider shot at some devastators that are standing on the objective way in the back through the window or through the big door there, and they all died. My uh, rhinos then proceeded to charge what remained of the Crusader squad and Helbrecht and the Land Raider and tried tying it all up. Um, the one rhino did end up dying, uh, but the rhino with the characters in it is still standing strong. Uh, my my refreshed Demon Prince, uh, along with the Land Raider, charged your Land Raider. Yep. And there's a big scrum going on over there. Your land raider has 10 wounds. Mine mine took a bunch of overwatch and failed every single save. Like even the bolter shots he failed. And then when you <laughs> bonked into me with your treads, I took a damage from that as well. Yep. That was amazing. My uh, summoner, my master of summoning, attempted to summon some demonettes. And then I realized I didn't pay for my rhinos and points. So... I don't have any points left for summoning. So that's cool. Uh, You're still standing on the objective. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. I have five models left. Or sorry. I have uh, one unit of um, uh, noise marines left on a flank. But I've also done quite a bit of damage to you as well. Yeah, I don't really have much either. I've got a dreadnought with like one wound left. Mm -hmm. The chaplain is standing next to it trying to keep it up with his... uh, it's all about you know, pain. holding it out, dude. If you can hold it out, if you can kill that troop squad yeah, and keep my characters from jumping over there onto that objective, uh, I think you can, I think you can uh, win this one, but I can also with just a couple of characters jump over there and 
and uh and do it as well so yeah yep. let's see let's see what we can do on uh, your turn four yep this is probably the i don't think we've had a game go this late without it being very decisive uh, we're still doing you know each player turn so all right uh, everybody hang in there we'll be right back. Black Templar's turn four has concluded. Um, it looks like you fell back with uh, your with Helbrecht himself to help guard that objective with the uh, dreadnought. That dreadnought standing in front of that objective is so like Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, we just bunkered in, um, just hoping to um, weather the next wave. That's kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you uh, you managed to bang into my rhino full of characters with your land raider and your captain on a bike and your scouts, and they're they're gonna jump out and fight Hellbreck this turn, as I wanted mm -hmm. from the very beginning. <laughs> Damn it! Bring it on! Here we go. Turn four. So my turn four, um, pretty decisive, fairly decisive, but, oh, it was amazing though. On my turn, you had the epic, like character last stand inside the, uh, fortification standing on the objective. My, uh, my summoner, uh, move, ran in and tried to do a mortal wound to kill that dreadnought. Yep. The dreadnought was like, I have five plus feel no pain. Yeah. Black Templars, Psychers, yeah, we... Whatever, we, we like that. And then he does, and so I, I smited the ter the couple of Terminators that were still on there. Lost a few of those. Uh, then I came in with my characters. The Exalted Champion had the armor, the armor of Abhorrence, which uh, basically shuts down overwatch when he charges mm -hmm. so uh he got stuck in there and then lucius followed him lucius got hellbrick down to actually it was the shooting that got hellbrick down to one wound i don't think lucius did any damage with his sword um lucius didn't do anything with it during assault but it was your your other champion who did like oh uh, yeah he did five wounds to hellbrick and hellbrick's got six yeah that was really good I mean, just a power sword, man. You know, it's not it's not the worst. Um, and and so uh, Hellbreak said, nah, nah, bro, I'm going to kill you. And he swiped at he swiped at uh, Lucius. Lucius, stabbed him a bunch of times. Lucius failed four saves, but rolled a five on one of his saves, thereby dealing a mortal wound back to Hellbreak. Yep. And he, he rolled his five up, but failed it. Mm hmm. So both, so I don't know what that means because when Lucius dies is killed, usually the person who killed him becomes Lucius the Eternal. But both of them are dead. I'm huh. not sure what's going on there. Oh, time to look at a fact or something. <laughs> uh, so that's really fun. And uh, I had some uh, my uh, uh, my uh, 
one remaining unit of noise marines came charging through the wall, busting down the door, yep. and charged into that dreadnought. And with their fisticuffs, were able to... He just took out whatever was left, yeah. And he exploded. He did some damage. He uh, wounded a few units and, um, you know, tried to take as many as he could with them, but it just wasn't enough. No. I mean... Two of the emperor, two of the noise marines did die and shoot to death the uh, the last terminator. terminator. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, that was a really fun game, Darwin. How do you feel about the uh, about the uh, the new book? Is it is it more fun? It looks like it's a lot more complicated. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true in general. You have your main book, then you have supplements you have to page through. So. I think overall it's, it's gotten a little more complicated for just Warhammer in general. Um, but in terms of like what, what the uh, supplement does for, you know, just Templars, I think it's good overall. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, um, it's definitely not going to change the meta. It's, um, I, it's not like top tier competitive, but at least you have fun with them. Yeah. Um, they certainly feel like black templars getting the extra attacks when they charge in yep. smacking dudes denying like psychic damage like they don't even care about your witch fire well they care but not so much like because you you denied a bunch of my mortal wounds during this game that was really cool yeah i think i think the rules bring flavor mm -hmm. you know that that matches what the templar um you know should be at least that's my opinion yeah. um you know they're they're good in close combat um they have you know the tools they need to uh you know get into combat and keep other guys in combat mm -hmm. the chaplain stuff i think works really well for them i think it makes a lot of sense for you know what they they they, they enhance them in ways that like the uh the re-rolling attacks i mean that's just the generic one but that alone is yep. really cool the feel no pain because it, i guess it's so pissed off that they get feel no pain <laughs> and it works on vehicles too um like my land raider absorbed so much shooting just because it's a land raider and then you slap feel no pain on top of it that... it's an angry land raider yep it's very pissed off at, at the emperor's children who next time i play my emperor my the emperor's children i'll remember that i get plus one attack on the charge or when i'm charged that'll be great I'm yeah looking forward to that more attacks That's are super better cool the more attacks and do, those those noise marines bashing people's heads in with their guns that was, that was <laughs> pretty good so we'll keep doing that uh well anyways darwin thank you so much for playing with me today sure um, it was a blast uh, it was literally a blast at the end and maybe we'll play a game, uh, another game at some point of maybe Zone Mortalis where we play the Emperor's Children infiltrating this uh, uh, this sanctum. Nice. All right. Looking All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's such a good feeling to play games your way. It's such a happy feeling, 40Kng away. And when you throw dice with story in mind, 
It's such a wonderful way to unwind. It's a good feeling, a very good feeling. The feeling you know that we'll be back when the fortnight's new and we'll have new ideas for you and you'll have things you'll want to talk about. We will too.